This is John from Red Horse Radio, and you're listening to Kettle Whistle Radio on the Society 13 Network. KOKW calling. I'm on international frequency. Come in. Knuckle up again. You know, what is this? What does this represent? Uh, because this isn't just about soda. Hello, Beans. This is Dave. And... Hello! Don't judge me! Don't judge me! Don't judge me! Don't judge me! What were you saying? The thing what? from the podcast. What the, are you about? That puppet thing. Are you looking at a dinosaur behind me? Yeah, that's... I remember that. I think we're on right Sorry. Now. Hey, happy Halloween. Happy Halloween, everybody. From Kettle Whistle Radio. I have Miss HT in the house. I'm here. It's been a long time. It's been a long time. And we'll get into why it was a long time. You've been pretty busy. Um, you can give us a little right now. Where have you been? Um, just around. Hanging around. Um, Halloween is my favorite time of the year and usually i do like more paranormal events but i don't really have any this month to do day one in september but recently i um for halloween i like to go all out and make my costume and i usually start like a month and a half before halloween and i this year i created um zombie from Wee's playhouse i made his we, little um, yes. box thing and that was a big hit. Turban, yeah. We did the Chris O'Matic show. You guys could actually see us on that one, and you could see Heather's photo as Zombie. <laughs> but it turned out hit. really, really well, and I already, I already unveiled it at one party, and now I'm going to be doing the same at another party this weekend. So yeah, send pictures, man, because that, yeah. that that was one of the best costumes. And that show we did, very, um, we'll just say, went in uh, cahoots with the show. Yeah. <laughs> very Pee Wee Herman esque show. Well, we got Halloween coming up, and I guess this is our unofficial, official Halloween episode, and uh, I just want to give a shout out real quick to um, someone that loves Halloween real quick, is uh, Jet Noir, who sent us some music from her new uh, new project called Naked Lunch, and you're going to hear that in its entirety at the end of the episode. Thanks, Jet. We appreciate you sending stuff. And um, just some weird stuff in the news today. I don't know if you saw this. Um, I never look at the news. No, me either. Ever. But it's like this, when you see something that, you know from Big Beaver, you kind of have to look at it. <laughs> Big Beaver, PA. There was a woman walking her dog through the woods, deep woods, in in uh, Be- Big Beaver. There's nothing but woods out there, anyway. And she came across a a grave that was dug up, and we're talking this grave was 200 years old. The people that dug it up had to dig six feet down to get not only the coffin bones. There was nothing left. This was deep, and it was done with precision. And if you look at the photos, it was not like an easy job. Like this isn't like 
the Xbox, PS2, uh, never heard of Pantera kids that are digging up this whole... <laughs> never you know, heard of Pantera kids. <laughs> it's another story. <laughs> Point of contention. Um, but yeah, they took the coffin remains completely out. The tombstone reads Mary Chapin, and it's out in the middle of the woods. Very creepy. It creeped a lot of people out. That was today. So that's my little Halloween anecdote. So out. wait, what... <laughs> yeah. Where, what, what's the... Nothing. They don't know. They don't know. Yeah. They think somebody was either looking to find gold teeth and make money off it Crane or... diggers. Yeah, because again, it was too... Uh, it was just way too much work for a bunch of little kids to be digging. And, and if you look at the precision, it's really creepy. But again, that's in Big Beaver, PA. You could probably look that up on the internet Is it really right Big now. Beaver or is it just Beaver? Yeah, Big Beaver. That's the name of the area. That's what it was said wow. in the news footage, uh, news wow. uh, story as well. Yeah, pretty creepy. But yeah, the Pantera, no, yeah, that that bit, Zombie Fest, you were there. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. That was Fest. fun. Well, there was a, uh, there was, oh, God, there were kids there. I was wearing my Dimebag Daryl hat, and these kids came up to me, and they're like, um, "What's what's on that hat? That's really cool. That's really cool." And I was like, "Well, that's Dimebag Daryl." And they're like, "Who's that?" And um, of course, I was just like, "You don't know who that who you that cringed. is." That? I cringed. I cringed. I kind of got. I, I'm not so nice about it, but I just kind of like stepped back, <laughs> cooled off. I said, "All right, guys, Pantera. You've heard of Pantera, right?" And the kid shook his head. Now, these you know, granted, kids—they're probably fifteen. They're somewhere between fifteen and sixteen years old. I let it go. I mean, just I heard that there's talks of like a Pantera somewhat reunion with Phil. I, I know, and you probably, think that'll happen? I wonder. Well, I don't know. I mean, I'm for it just to hear the music again live, but I'm not like. I guess it would be Zach Wilde or somebody that we know playing, uh, yeah. which makes sense because they were best buddies. Yeah, I'm okay with that. I would go see that, but it's never going to be the same. And I saw Pantera so many times anyway. Have you? That'd yeah, be a good show. I'm over it, but I'm not. And yeah. uh, whatever. But this kid didn't know who Pantera was. Hmm. Anyway, so strange people. What can I tell you? Um, now you. Let's get into you. You've been away for a bit. Um. Yeah. I mean, at the beginning of September, I did this big festival in Bethlehem, PA, called Parafest. Um, which was really cool. Um, I met the guy that organized it through my friends Debbie and Mark Constantino, and um, uh, they kind of told me about the festival, and then they were interested. So Katrina and I did it. We had a booth set up, and then um, we were kind of in the room with like all the paranormal-type people, like um, Grant um, and Steve and Dave Tango from Ghost Hunters were there. Oh, cool. Um, Michelle Bellinger was right beside us, who, of course, was on our show, and then we were right across from Chip, so... That was really cool. Um, there were a lot of, like, interesting guests there, I guess. Some of the cast from, like, True Blood, Supernatural, and some other show that's popular I don't know about. I, I know there's another yeah, one. Yeah, one of those shows, yeah. but... Three Eyes. Um, so. Danny Glover was there. I got to meet Danny Glover, which was really super awesome. Um, the Candyman was there. Who he, like, It's the same guy that was also in The Crow. Um, oh, yeah. Ernie Hudson was there. Um, oh, and some people from The Walking Dead. Lou Temple, nice. um, who played Axel in the third season. He's also been in like, a, a lot of like Rob Zombie's films. And just I heard he's very parts. cool. He me. was so cool. I, I saw what he was wearing, and every day he just dressed like Western and real crazy. And I was like, I have to talk to this guy. <laughs> and I went up and talked to him, and he was the coolest guy ever. And he um, noticed one of my rings, because I, I make rings and stuff, and I was selling them there at my booth. And he was like, let me see that. And he's like, I've been looking for a ring for my wife. And he actually... You know, bought he bought one of my rings, but I was like, you don't have to give me money, just to, you know, maybe sign a headshot for me. And he personalized like a headshot to me, but <laughs> he was so cool. He was just talking and talking and talking. And didn't you? Take, um, there were pictures that I saw. Was there a picture? Yeah, we got yeah, some okay. pictures with him. Yeah, and we weren't even like, can we get our picture? He's like, let's get our picture taken. Because I guess he was working. He's working on a film right now with Jordan Sparks, and Good. I guess she. We've always known this, but she's like a huge Paranormal State fan. So he like 
wanted to get a picture cool. to send to her or something. But, and we um, all know him. I don't know if you said it from uh, Rob Zombie's. Um, yeah, Rob Zombie. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, he was super cool. And then um, someone else from The Walking Dead, T Dog, was there. Oh, cool! It just he was, seemed he was like a fan favorite. He seemed yeah. like he had a really great personality. It seemed like there was just like a party at his booth. It was cool. Really cool. Oh, he was a yeah, he was a favorite man. Yeah. a lot of people didn't want to see him go. That yeah, I, I wish he was still in. But um, other than that, what else happened there? Um, oh, the two the people that own the oddity shop, the show oddities. Yes, yes, mm-hmm. Obscura. Obscure Antiques, I can't remember what the shop is called, but um, they were there, and I got to talk to them and hang out with them, and they were really cool. So, yeah, Parafest was awesome. I'm sure there's going to be another one next year, so... The people from the Trundle House weren't there, were they? The ones, the local ones? Is it a local museum? No. Uh, there were people me. from... There's real big haunted houses in, like, the Poconos area mm-hmm. that are really, like, well done, and the people from there that were there. That's cool. Actually, we, we went to a really cool haunted house when we, just when you were here last week. Mm, mm-hmm. 100, 100 Acres Manor, which yeah, by the that time was fun. people hear this, uh, it might be too late for them to go. And it was really good this year. We got lost in a maze. Oh my god, yeah. We like really a did. really good maze. It was a really good maze, but I think all of us, there are four of us, and we all jumped at some point or another. Yeah. That was pretty impressive compared to Scare House, which was good too, you said. Yeah, this year. Uh, yeah, Scare House is good. They were both pretty good, you know. I happen to agree, um, but as far as like I, you know, I was talking about weird people. Like I don't know if it's just because the Halloween season. Like downtown recently, just strange. This is guy I call the the lunch break evangelist. He um, he's been known to stand on the corner and you know with the doom signs, you're all gonna die uh, if you don't you know believe in God. Well, he yells and screams. He wears these gray slacks, has a white dress down shirt or dress dress up shirt. Sorry, and he's always just yelling. Now he, I haven't seen him in like a year or two, I should say, but I, at least on his corner. I was going to lunch the other day, and he just comes running up to me like he knows me. Is he wearing a cape? No, I oh, wish he was wearing it. a man in a cape. Uh, but he uh, he came running up to me. He just starts screaming, um, "Have no, have no!" I'm like, "Have no!" I'm like, "What?" I, I, but I was in a mood, so I was just like, I was just gonna go with it, or I'm gonna say something really nasty. Yeah. And he just goes, "Have no, have no!" Doesn't know any sex. And I was like, I just said, "Yeah, okay, sounds good." And he <laughs> took that, shook his head yes, and walked away. I'm like, huh. okay, so have no, don't know sex. Okay. It's real Fine. funny because um, there's people like that everywhere. Because yeah. even at Penn State, there were two distinct like pre- we called the one the Willard preacher because he hung outside of the Willard building, <laughs> and uh, yeah, they just like, I mean, they don't really harass you. They just when you walk past, they just they just want to acknowledge. Yeah, them. yeah. I, I also was approached. This is my other weirdness that happened um, right by where I work too. I don't want to say exactly where, but because he's probably there all the time. This guy approached me and. Um, comes up to me and he puts his hands on his hips and he goes, do you like it when girls wear dresses that come to right here? Their hips. And I just said, yeah. And he's like, yeah, it's amazing, isn't it? And walked away. And I stood there. I'm like, is this code for something? I don't know. Was I supposed to get a message? Was he hitting on me? I don't know. I have no idea. But that was weird, too. That on top of the furries a couple of months ago, which I found out they're not so nice when they take their masks off. Yeah, I think Halloween <laughs> brings, out, brings out the weirdness. What's going on with that? But yeah, so that's what I got there. Um, what else you got now? Anything else on Parafest? And um, no, I don't. You know, usually in October I have at least one kind of big event, but I there's nothing happening this year. Nothing. No, so I um, yeah, I, ha- I don't have any events lined up anytime soon. Well, we did do uh, something. Else. Oh yes, um, a couple like two weeks ago we went to see Lorraine Warren speak. She was speaking at Slippery Rock. And we went, um, and it was really awesome to see Lorraine again, because I haven't seen her in, like, at least four years. For those that but, don't know um, who that is, they really should at this point. She's been on your yeah. show, of course, um, but she did the Amityville case, uh, her and her husband, um, 
was his first name? Ed uh, Warren. Ed yeah. Warren. They were famous for going to all these, well, 2,000 cases, she said. Oh, over 2,000. Yeah. Like, and just like in... 6,000, over 6,000, I guarantee you. And she yeah. was just an amazing woman. Just to hear her speak was yeah. like, I mean, really, she, you kind of fixated on her eyes when mm-hmm. she talked, and she fixated right back. She's a great storyteller. She, she could find you in a crowd, that's for sure. Yeah, she, um, if anyone wants to, like, get, like, the deal on Ed and Lorraine Warren, read The Demonologist, because it's probably one of my favorite books, and it just kind of sums up their lives, their crazy lives, so. And you told me yeah, that it would change my life, uh, her uh, slideshow. Mm-hmm. And there's definitely some things there. Yeah. I mean, that... I mean, apparitions are one thing, orbs are another. I, th- what they showed there, there was no other explanation. It's ridiculous, I isn't mean, it? It's crazy. There was no other explanation. Yeah. And that was fun, though. I'm glad that, it, glad oh, that we went to that. That was a good time. Yeah, so that was a slippery rock. And, I, I mean, if she came back, I would still go again. Yeah. And she was there with uh, her son-in-law. Yeah. Right? He always um, goes with her to events. Yeah. Stuff. Well, it was really cool. I, I had so much fun with that. I actually brought my dad with that to that one too, who doesn't really get into ghost stuff, but he was. Enthralled. He was into it. Yeah. Well, we were from you know near the Amityville area, so just that house sitting there all the time was like you know it just sat up there on the hill, like you know, um, like that mansion in um, God. I'm trying to think. The last house on uh, not the last house on your left now Salem's lot. Oh, okay. I forget the name of the manor, but just sat there like this, you know, just had the stigma attached to it every time you drove by it, like, yeah. expecting to see something, and you never really did. Nothing happened in my lifetime while I was there, but it was creepy enough, and she talked about that, though. That was their worst case. The creepiest. Yeah. But you working with her, I mean, what yeah, was... Yeah, it was cool. I, I walked up to her, and um, <laughs> I was like, hi, Lorraine, Tony, it's been a long time since I've seen you. And what did she say? She was just like, she just had a huge smile on her face. She's like, oh, <laughs> and, um, did she remember you? Yeah, she did. She did. Um, and then uh, I'm just like, "How's Ryan?" Blah blah blah. You know, talking and catching up. And Uh-oh. what have you been up to? There's Ooh. a knock at the door. Oh. Miss D, oh, we've got mail. Oh boy, we've got mail. It's a lovely candy corn. Oh, lovely assistant, Miss D. <laughs> Apparently, she's got mail for us. And candy corn. I'll <laughs> take both. Frankenstein. <laughs> So, uh, what brings you these here parts? Well, I have some very interesting paranormal Ooh. questions for Feather. For Feather? Feather. Feather. That was my yeah. nickname in third grade. Yeah. Oh, oh, good. Oh, Heather Feather. Don't give us that material. Anyways, for Heather, too much coffee. All right, so are we ready? Mm. Sure. Okay, the first question of the day. Hmm. Comes from... A Mr. Frank Latour of Tarzana, California. Ooh. Okay. And it says, my question on Halloween or All Hallows' Eve, as originally I've heard, <laughs> is the veil between the living and the dead truly thinnest at this time? Is it easier to make contact now or is it the same at all times? Oh, my. Personally, I'm going to say I think it's the same at all times. Mm. Okay. That's just, I mean, from my experiences, I've never had more activity on Halloween or around Halloween. Anybody you know have more activity? Like, is it just like, um, is that a myth? Or maybe they conjure up more at that time? Yeah, I think that has to do with, like, conjuring up things. But yeah, I don't, I don't think that, I wouldn't say that it's, like, tomorrow there's going to be so many ghosts walking around. <laughs> so much paranormal activity. It's a good question, though. A lot of people don't. I wonder what Lorraine that, would say about that one. 
She, I, she'd probably say, don't, don't mess with your Ouija boards yeah, on that night. Yeah, I'm sure. There was a lot of that. She said, she confirmed. She I mean, most of their cases they've investigated have all, like, stemmed from the use of a Ouija board. So. She's, yeah, drug yeah. abuse, alcohol yeah. abuse, and people playing with stuff they shouldn't well, be playing with. Well, I, I mean, I got the big message was, don't play with things you don't understand. Yeah. Right. Like. She was big on religion when people were asking questions. She uh, not didn't attack them, but, like... She would stand firmly that yeah. she was very she religious. She knows her stuff. Yeah, yeah. She definitely knows her stuff. And this, that, that leads right into this question. Okay. This is from Joanne Rouse from Long Island, New York. Ooh, Long Island. Long Island in the house. Not crazy. All right. It says, I feel silly. Of course you do, Joanne. You're silly. <laughs> but I was wondering if she is ever afraid of evil. Basically, growing up, my mother used to say to never mess with things like Ouija boards and seances because you were opening yourself up two evil and malicious spirits good question well growing up i used to never be afraid of ouija boards i used to play them all the time it was more um fascinating to me just to see what could happen if you played one guilty um but now seeing all being on all the episodes and experiencing things that like big families have experienced from using ouija boards i am t- like i would never play one now like just knowing I, that i've opened up you know a door or something or just from what i've been around I don't think it would be a smart idea for me to play one. So knowing what you know now, there's just no way in hell. Yeah, yeah. and I wouldn't advise anyone to. Even if it says Parker Brothers Mm -hmm. on the side, you're not going to play with that. Yeah, I mean, it's not the board that's dangerous. It's how you use it. Boom. That's what what Lorraine said. You quoted her. Yeah, so... I was always scared of them as kids. Like, like I, I, I always thought, like, ooh... There was just something really creepy. Yeah, I mean, I, I think the Ouija like. board just has that. Like, it'll always aura have that around, around it. it. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, I just I don't really have. That was just like a kid thing to do. I don't really have an interest in playing one now, but I definitely think that um, evil could come from it if you use it the wrong way. Very true. So okay, this is from big paranormal state fan Ruth Ruth Buffalini. I hope I said your name right, Ruth. Um, which medium is the best to work with? As in, is there more activity with Chip, Lorraine, or the really tall lady, oh, Michelle, Michelle Belichay? Oh, <laughs> um, <laughs> no one's ever asked me that before. So yeah, I guess who picks up the most or seems seems well. Michelle to. picks up more on environment, um, mm, like the building, the history so. of what happened here. Um, Lorraine is, of course, more, um, how to say it? People. Like, picks up more on, I guess, energy. People's aura was what she was talking yeah, about. Yeah, she picks up on that a lot. Um, and Chip just, <laughs> it's weird, because every episode's different <laughs> when we use them. Like, I know the glove episode, Michelle hit dead on with everything. That's right. That's and okay. she didn't know anything about, like, you know, the story of the family or anything. So that's one case that she just banned so it was like just on a, everything, the career, the grandfather. The, like, um, the glove was about, it actually took place kind of near Pittsburgh. Um, it was about a minor. Um, this family lived in this house with their kids, and the house had been in their, in their family for generations. And the great-grandfather, um, who we figured out was the one causing all the activity, um, he was a minor, and he beat his wife in the house. Oh, okay. And... Um, they would just have a lot of activity that would connect to that. Um, I kind of remember that one. Did she kind of like... We got the glove on the wall. Yep. Did she kind Which, of like, um, I guess, taunted or bring it out or said yeah. something like, come on, beat up on yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And meanwhile, yeah. I was in the basement all alone. <laughs> and I felt when they were doing <laughs> no. that, when they were like provoking and stuff, I felt 
Like, I never felt this feeling on the floor before, but in the corner, I felt like something was, like... Something that. evil was watching me to the point where oh. I literally... I had my camera, and I was like, oh, I need to, like, run upstairs. I don't want to. I can't do it. I can't. So I just sat there and braved it out. But, yeah, while I was while that was happening, they, that stuff... And lights fell from the ceiling. That was a crazy... That was one of the cases I always remember for having the most activity. Good question, Ruth. And they're still having activity. Really? Like, I don't know to this day, but a couple years after we filmed there... Um, they still experience things and they even um the rest of PRS went back and did like a second episode there oh, wow. so they didn't try like clearing it out or I mean I, didn't, I actually or... didn't even see the second episode so I don't even know what happened <laughs> yeah but... we didn't watch it when you were on honest so I'm not sure <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, 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 I didn't really remember that episode <laughs> but what's funny is um, I, today at work I should note this uh, I, I, ran, I was just talking about the podcast and Somebody overheard me talking about you and knew that we did this, and she uh, she was just like, "Yeah, that that's the one they always put in the attic or locked in the basement, right?" Yep, <laughs> I volunteered. I wanted to be. That always made me laugh whenever I watched that show. Like we we would always comment to each other, "Oh yeah, put the girl in the dark attic or in the basement." Real macho guys. Like I just thought I, people. I thought it was more funny. Like I wanted to be in a weird spot. I was like, "This is gonna be funny." Seeing me sitting in this room all by myself. Well, what was oh. that? Did Miss D? Oh, you have another one. I for have us? one more. Oh, wow, geez. This is from Chrissy Myers, Monongahela, Pennsylvania. Woo-hoo. <laughs> <laughs> Where was Heather's scariest, scariest paranormal experience? Oh man! When they kind of like you were like, oof. I don't know if we covered that a year ago, but it's good to recap. I don't uh, know about one particular experience. I'd say. The scariest place... I'll, I'm going to change the question a little bit and say the scariest, like, place was the West Virginia State Penitentiary for me. Oh. Like, that's a place where I definitely feel haunted. I had a couple experiences there, but the one time when I went there, um, I was working on... It was for Ghostbait, and we were doing that web series, and um, being in the North Halls, which is, like, the most violent part of the prison, where all, like, the worst prisoners were kept... Um, and when another investigator was there, she caught, like, the famous image of the Shadow Man on camera, I which is, like, this that. huge yeah. man. And when we were there, we were filming in the hallway, and the camera was on me, and I was talking. And when we were rev- reviewing the footage, I looked, and you could see in the hallway, which no one else was there because we were all in this hallway, you could see the figure of this giant man that looked bigger Ooh. than any of us, and you looked... And it stood there, and it kind of swayed, and then it turned and walked into what, what would have been a closed cell. So that wasn't necessarily on paranormal state, but that's something I, I, I connect with. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, no, that was creepy. But, and I yeah. think, too, like, some places just have such history. Yeah. But there has to be some uh, emotion on some level, some kind of energy connected but, to it. Good, bad, whatever. I mean, each time I've been to that penitentiary, I've been there three or four times I've had an experience. Nothing major, but, like, something to be, like... Yeah, my, scary, my sister's scary, always yeah. trying to get me to do that, and I'm like, oh, I don't know, <laughs> pretty creepy. Yeah, I, I want to spend the night. We kind of spent the night. We didn't sleep, though, but I would like to just stay there for, like, a complete night. Well, I, I actually have a question for you, Heather, too. Um, actually, both of you in this case, but first, Heather, um, what after seeing Lorraine Warren this time around, uh-huh. how are things different? Like, did you find this lecture different than when you first met her? Is yeah. she more calm now? Is she... But, well, it was kind of the... Uh, when I, I first saw her speak in 
it was either two, it was 2005 because it was a year before I joined PRS mm-hmm. um, and I, I've told her before I was like you really inspired me to join PRS because of your presentation mm-hmm. and when I first saw her kind of the same she talked a little bit more though she was more together she talked more right, um, right. versus this time we saw Tony kind of talked a lot yeah, yeah. Um, which is normal because Lorraine can kind of trail off because she just she could talk forever. She was busy but, scanning um, the crowd. I mean, look yeah. at oh, people. Yeah. She, she looks at everybody. Yeah. Yeah. She's on the ball. But, but, um, <laughs> oh, yeah, you couldn't put one past her. That's for sure. It was different this time seeing it because I knew a lot. I Like, I expected... I knew what was going to happen. I knew what picture she was going to show. I knew what she was going to talk about. Um, just from, like, working with her and sitting in a room with her and, like, hearing her stories. Right. Um, so that was kind of different now that you, like, actually know the person speaking. But the first time I saw it was really, really exciting. And this time it was like seeing an old friend. Yeah, yeah. 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 But yeah. now it was really good. Cool. What would you, you take from that? You didn't like the satanic talk, I imagine. Or actually seeing the doll that was in The Conjuring. The yeah, real doll was a Raggedy yeah. Ann doll. I yeah. would... Oh, I didn't even want to talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, not to be goofy, well, the, but I don't. The, the movie one was a Hollywooded um, up wooden puppet. Yeah, I don't like that they did that. But the Raggedy Ann doll was just ordinary looking, which Ugh. made it more creepy. And yeah, that it was in that, creepy. They said... Oh, wait, in the story she told. The story that she told was like... <laughs> one of the, A guy that was, I guess... He practiced a lot of bravado, and he actually went in and touched the Raggedy Ann doll mm-hmm. in there. And this is, this is in their museum, in their house. And he died... Like soon after in a uh, motorcycle accident, yeah. yeah. Like within three days of, the, of him yes. touching that. That is a museum I don't think I would want to, but I, I don't know. I, I the, the thing I took a, away from it is <laughs> this sounds very bizarre. Was like a lot of the things I've always thought she reiterated some of those things. Yeah, like you know, yeah, not to mess with things that you truly don't understand. I find it interesting. I love watching shows, reading things about it. But I'm also not going to go out, out and be like, I'm going to have some spells. Or, you know, I don't know anything about that. I don't want to know anything about that. Children shouldn't play I with thought, dead things. Yeah. <laughs> I thought the religion thing was very interesting to me. Yeah. Because um, I have some of those same viewpoints. So I thought it was, I just thought that part was interesting. Overall, she was great. But What's crazy, too, is that she used to, there were a couple events we did with her where she, her and Tony would take items from the museum on a tour. Oh, and, and what I don't understand is like they they would have people that work for their like you know paranormal society helping them move everything, and I'm just thinking, what if you drop that doll in the case, bro? Like, what would happen? Like, what would happen? Yeah. You know, they say don't touch it because your auras can mix. Like, what if you would touch that? Like, what would happen? So you think that was him being all Hollywood and like getting out there with it, not realizing, hey, now you're going against all the principles that you just talked about this, this time. Yeah, they wouldn't remove that stuff now. Right. I mean, yeah. Well, and that wow. was interesting in her in her presentation. They have a museum of, and I guess it was in the movie, right? Yeah, it was, of course, yeah, in the Conjuring. We're talking about, yeah, in, in the Conjuring, uh, they show the Warren household where all these artifacts are kept locked up Things and not to be touched. taken out of and homes because they There's a ton had of stuff. In we them. saw the real footage. They showed yeah. the slideshow of it. Yeah. Plus Amityville inside but the house. They footage. actually have a yeah. priest come in and. And, and bless every so yeah. often yeah. to kind of keep these keep the lockdown <laughs> bay. Um, yeah. Yeah, that was wild. You didn't tell me about that. Yeah. Did you, had you seen that before? I guess you did see that first. Well, I've seen items from it, but I've seen, like, pictures, like, and stuff from it. But, like, I've been to her house. I just haven't gone into the museum. Right. Oh, is that, that something she you... does? She does these events called Warrenology. There's one, actually, I think November 15th in Connecticut. Um, she lives in Monroe, Connecticut, so it's, like, right mm-hmm. near there. And it's basically the same thing, like, the lecture and there's a dinner... And then sometimes she'll um, have a thing with a ticket where you can go back and you'll get a tour of the museum. 
which mm-hmm. is cool. And what's cool too is that like I know someone asked a question like, who would t- you ever have take over the museum? Right. And um, I know some of the people that um, help out in her group, which is cool because if I ever want to go to see the museum, go up and see it. Absolutely. I still, yeah, I think it'd be. I think cool it's to interesting, it, but. but I would be so like a bull in a china shop. Yeah. You know, hands to your side, tiptoe, not touch a gosh darn thing in there because it's like. When I saw Annabelle, though, that's some heavy I like stuff. got my picture next to it, but I didn't even want to look at it. Ew. <laughs> I like. Annabelle right is the like, doll oh, from the yeah, Conjuring. The doll that, so we that I don't want to talk about. Yeah, it, yeah. it freaks a lot of people out. Yeah, that that was a good yeah. movie though, and I think the the movie was pretty right on as far. I mean, of course, you got your special effects that took place. Yeah. I don't know how much of that, mm-hmm. but it seems like the story itself was consistent with the everything. The second one will be cool, um, but it's actually just another case. It's like a different case. I okay. forget which case. I don't know. Oh, it's the Enfield one. I think which it's one? the Enfield Poltergeist case that's, in no. England, I believe, which was one of their huge cases. I don't know about that one. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what the second one's oh, going to be okay. about. See, I was impressed with her book that I gave you, and we talked about In a Dark Place. In a Dark Place. Yeah. That terrifies me. That book terrified me, and not yeah. many books can do that, but... What they show on the bio, bio channel, there, there was nothing compared to what was in that, but no. you were right. And I didn't even let you read that one because you wouldn't get past it. There's no way. That <laughs> stayed with good. you. It's pretty It stays with night. you. It stays with you. <laughs> I should you. read it again, actually. Yeah, I know, right? I want to read it again. All right, well, good talk, folks. You guys want any more Lorraine Warren stuff before we sign out here for Halloween? I did have an interesting article that I found. Ah, I thought so. And I just thought that this was hysterical. I was just on my lunch break, kind of like... I don't know. I think it was on MSN.com or something like that. Uh-huh. <laughs> There's from Realtors. Realtor Magazine. Got Ghost? How to Sell a Haunted House. Oh, jeez. So, <laughs> and apparently, I've always wondered about this. There's no disclosure laws. No. They don't have to tell you. Uh-uh. Wow. But this whole article is um, <laughs> what you should do. And there are actually realtors that take... Houses that supposedly are haunted or have some kind of paranormal, mm-hmm. paranormal things, and it can either raise your value or lower your value yeah. depending if people are interested in it or not. But it, the whole article is how how to tell people like, yeah, there's a ghost in my house. <laughs> how to word it perfectly. How to word it perfectly. <laughs> and they right said, <laughs> they they actually say this. It says, in all seriousness, though, you should say something if you or others have noticed objects levitating or moving by themselves. <laughs> I think that's a no-brainer. <laughs> Strange voices or sounds when no one else is around, or reoccurrent out of the ordinary phenomenon with light and shadow. <laughs> I would think that that would be a reason to say something. Here, man, here are your keys. Oh, by the way, <laughs> but but there's actually um, this woman is talking about she's showing a house and was seeing things things walk up and down the steps and was like uh did you guys see that they're like oh yeah it's just the ghost (laughs) just nonchalantly and (laughs) i guess the house didn't sell but i wouldn't mind living in a haunted house if it was just like non-threatening activity it was like cast like just residual energy and just like not nothing like threatening i wouldn't mind that my family has had two so far and it didn't affect my grandparents really all that they talked to the ghost just kind of let it go to bed. Yeah, like we're going to bed now, Rosie. That's enough. Good night. Yeah, but that's a story for another time. <laughs> that, no, that's interesting, though. It's I think in some states, don't you think it's different in some states whether they? Have I think it, yeah, I did. Oh, there yes. were different states. I think they okay. have to tell you if, if somebody's murdered, someone is murdered, or, yeah. or there was a suicide. But they don't okay. necessarily have to tell you if you know somebody passed in that house right. yeah. or if there's activity or not. I guess. Hmm. 
Well, good talk, folks. Yeah, I wish Halloween wasn't almost over. Oh, I know. This Aww. is our favorite month, yeah. too. Yeah, and by the time people listen to this, it will be about a couple hours almost over. At least we watched <laughs> Halloween this year. Yes, yeah. we did. Oh, yeah, yeah. We'll, we're going to talk about that, too, right? real quick. Um, I, I bought the remastered version of Halloween, yeah. and we watched it, and it was cool to see it with all those colors, mm-hmm. like, bright in your face, and the mistakes. HD like, HD was awesome But there was a couple of I guess you guys caught Where an elbow was in a shot From a boom operator Oh yeah From the, the guy yeah. Holding the boom Kind of like funny that. Kind of funny But you know what I didn't care And then there was the after part That we watched When everybody was rumbling about um, mm-hmm. Where they showed um, uh, when, oh, sh- What's her name Oh my god okay. Kurt I forgot Jamie her name Lee <laughs> Jamie Lee Curtis I was going to say her mom's name <laughs> When like, she, she went to that con- She went to that convention And she waited to meet Everybody uh, at yeah. the convention That's awesome It was outrageous I mean she did meet everybody It was cool. Why can't you believe Watching it on that big of a TV So clear There were so many Parts with Michael Myers in the background, I've never noticed I know. as many times as I've seen that. That's yeah, what's just lurking. Movie. And that's yeah. what they're missing today. I said it then, I'll say it now. They just don't make them like that anymore. No. <laughs> but yeah, get your hands on the remastered version. It was really cool. All right. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, happy Halloween, folks. Happy, happy Halloween. Halloween.
Ever thought about starting your own podcast? Do you have a business or a message you want to share with the world? Well, now it's easier than ever with Electricast. Hi, I'm Mark Netter. And I'm Peter Rafelson. We're the founders of Electricast Media. Whether you want to start a new podcast or already have one, join Electricast to grow your audience, monetize your content, and build your community. With our simple sign-up, you get free promotion, world-class analytics, premium ads, and personal support. Go to Electricast.com and join our community today. Electricast. Transform your influence. Electricast. Are you passionate about saving the planet for future generations? Do you want to learn how to do it? If yes, then you need to tune in to the Nature Back podcast. It's a talk show covering the changing world around us. From renewable energy, sustainable agriculture, circular economy, to ESG and social innovation. Don't miss this opportunity to discover how you can join the movement and make a difference. Subscribe to the Nature Pack podcast today on your favorite platform and get ready to be amazed. Electric acid.